The Joker by Scott Leopold, Chapter 16, November 13th, 1993. Here I go again, two years after Fairbanks, and I'm reinventing myself. After Cy and I got out of rehab, we moved in together. I didn't want to, but I had no other choice. I needed his income to survive. After a few months, I gave Cy an ultimatum about our future. Within days, he asked me to marry him. We kept it simple by going to the local justice of the peace. Afterward, we went to a place neither of us should have gone, the not-here bar and lounge. A few stiff drinks and a niggling bit of dread invaded my mind. I stopped myself. I concentrated on the benefits of being married to Cy. So we made a fresh start and moved to Beech Grove. In a matter of a few months, I was pregnant. I don't know how this happened because this time I was on birth control. I considered about having an abortion, but I decided that maybe having a baby would be a good thing. It would secure my financial future with Sai. Then nine months later, Danielle was born. And a month after that, I was pregnant again. I guess since my body was in baby-making mode, I should have been more careful. Welcome to the Irish Twins Club, the neighbors would say. I thought about having an abortion. Then Cy found my pregnancy test in the trash can. He would never allow me to have abortion with our baby, his baby. I thought about going behind his back, but I was afraid he would kill me if he ever found out. Cy is crazy. So I gave birth to my second son, Michael. After Michael was born, things really got bad. I wanted out of my marriage, but unlike Sam, Cy was dangerous. I knew he would hurt me if I tried to leave him. His mental condition was getting worse, and his paranoia grew to the point where he heard voices. Cy thought Russian spies were watching him through video cameras planted in our house and at work. He was talking to himself and hallucinating. Cy even tried to convince me that there were patterns in his work orders in the numbers themselves, which gave Russian locations of U.S. nuclear missiles. In addition to having mood swings, Cy was also becoming more violent. His mood swings were happening every day. When he talked about his conspiracy theories at work, he got in trouble. His response was accusing everyone there of being against him. They called security in response, and by the time they got there, Cy was out of control. He tried to fight the security officers, so they took him into custody without hesitation. At his bail hearing, he stepped clear over the line into crazy world, insisting on representing himself. When he spoke, he babbled about conspiracies, making no sense. The judge remanded him to the local mental institution for an evaluation. What they thought would be a few days became weeks. Eventually, they committed him for an indefinite period of time. I'm so scared that he will get out and try to hurt me, or even worse, hurt Jack. Toward the end of my marriage with Cy, I noticed bruises on Jack's body. When I confronted him about it, he got anxious. I knew something scared him. He made up a story about getting into a bike wreck. It was obviously a lie. I knew in my heart Cy must have done it to him. 
I took Jack to the park for a picnic to talk to him about it and ask him what happened. I could tell he was in a lot of pain. When I tried to touch him, he would flinch. Pushing for answers got me nowhere. So I rubbed his back as he slept on my lap. I have not been a good mother to Jack, but I love him very much. Despite my feelings for my mother, the best thing I can do for him is to let him go. I need to give her full custody.